0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of my podcast. Um, So in this episode, I will kind of be going over a little bit of things that I learned in my new career path, which is financial education. Um, I just want to kind of go over it a little bit with you guys. And then um, also, if you guys want to get a little bit more information on this um, or what I do. The really good thing about the internet is that I can connect with you guys and I can connect with people all over and I can help you guys. I can try to guide you guys into the path that you guys need to be in and it doesn't matter if you are like, 18 years old, a new adult, to maybe, like, 40, 50 years old, and then all the way to 65, 70, 80, there's no, like, there's no right or wrong time to try to change your life. Like, if somebody decides at 80 years old that they want to change and they want to start getting financially independent, or they want to start eating healthier, or whatever it is. Like, there's no reason why you can't change. My grandfather, for example, he's in his 80s. And his goal is to be able to see... So he saw me. I am the oldest grandchild. Um, Hold on. Somebody's just passing, so I'm gonna let them pass real quick. Um, but anyways, I am the oldest grandchild, and he got to see me get married. He got to see me have my kids. He got to see me, um, kind of like not know what I wanted in life, and now finally go into the career path that I really want to, and in the industry that I like. So. I've loved math ever since I was really little. I have no idea why but it's just something that I love. And then I kinda liked business. Like I was as growing up I was always selling something and in my head it was because oh well I gotta sell something because I want that pool this summer. Oh I gotta sell something because um I wanna go to the book fair. It's cool. Like I didn't grow up with parents who had a lot of money so I had to kind of, like, earn the money for things that I wanted. Like, the things that I needed, I always was provided. But things that I wanted, I kind of had to get them for myself. So, this was something that I was always doing. And I just thought it was because I wanted the money to go buy something. But in reality, it's like, I always had that entrepreneurial mindset where... I don't have the money, but I'm going to go get that. And I had that hustle and drive always in me since I was little, but I never really saw it come out until recently. Like, I saw it kind of with reselling as well, but until recently when I got into the atmosphere with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs is when I really actually saw, like, hey, what they said and what they're doing is what I did when I was little. But I never saw it in the way of, hey, maybe I should be an entrepreneur and go into this. And I never really decided, like, hey, this is going to be my career path. This is what I want to do. Like, that spark moment where you open your eyes and you see, that's what I want to do. And yeah, like, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted. But, I mean... Who at 18 years old really knows what they want to do? They really haven't experienced life yet. You don't experience life until you get your first apartment, until you get your first car, until you get your driver's license, until you, like, get into, if you're not in a relationship, you get into a relationship Till you get your first job. You're not, you don't really know what life is. So you're still kind of just like a baby. You don't know what you want to do. And I still consider myself a baby as well. Like, I finally learned what I want, but there's still so many things that I can learn. There's still so many opportunities out there for me that I don't know about yet. So, it's just, I found what I want, but I know I'm not, like, up there yet. And there's still so many steps that I want to achieve to get to where I want, to get to that life that I want. So... Yeah, so I just kind of want to, like, show you guys what I do, and I want to help families, and I want to help people to realize that, hey, you're never too old to change. You're never too old to, like, find your true passion, to change your financial status, to improve your health. You're never too old. Like, for me, I was like, I'm 23. Look at this 18-year-old over there, and they already know what they're doing. But it doesn't matter because I'm not them. I go, I I grow for my life at my own pace as well as they grow at, on their life at their own pace. So there's not really any like, hey, I'm too old for this now. Like, no, there's not. And my mom, she really wants to improve her financial situation as well and she also wants to improve her health and um, and then so I was like okay so do it you can do it I can show you the way to do it I can guide you through what you need to do in order to get to your financial stability that you want and also to be at your goal weight that you want to be improving your health i can help you with that but it's your decision you'll either do it one day or you'll do it today you have an option of everything that you do in your life you have the choice to decide do i want to change or not pretty much so if you want to change I can help you get to there. I will motivate you, I will guide you through the steps and I will tell you what you need to do to get to the life that you want. And yeah, I know, I don't, I haven't lived like a long time of my lifespan compared to a lot of other people, but it doesn't matter. Like there's so many things that I learned from a 16 year old who has a successful business and so many things that I learned from an 18-year-old that has a successful business. Like you wanna know one of the people that I admire is her name is Nidhi Saran and um I follow her on Instagram and she has like courses, she does like online stuff, like everything is online. All of her courses everything is purely online and she is making I think she's at five figures right now but five figures at 16 years old is amazing like people do make five figures annually but she's making more okay and normally at 16 people are not working that many hours so to even make $10,000 at 16, for some kids, is not even obtainable because they're going to school, the parents want them to like study, they want them to do all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I mean, obviously, at 16 years old, you gotta listen to your parents, you gotta do all that kind of stuff. So if you don't have the opportunity to do it, like, yeah but that's why I think it's really helpful now that there is the internet because parents can now see like wow there's kids who are doing well in school who are doing well like in life they're not being bu- they're not being bullies to other people they're not like rude they have manners and they're humble people who, like, want to see other people grow, they want to, they're not living like, oh, look at my Ferrari, and look over there, you got that kind of car. No, they're humble, they, they still buy, buy low, they, they appreciate where they came from, and they're just moving up the ladder, but they don't need that social like that status symbol so like they're promoting on instagram but they're still staying very humbled like they're not coming out like for her she has her podcast which i've listened to as well and then she showed her workstation on her instagram stories like she has nice stuff but she probably could buy like a lot more stuff but she stays humble knowing that like this is where I've started this is this is my journey slowly like some people they'll be like oh no I got to show all this off and I got to show this off and they'll just spend all their money and just to show people what they have and it's not that it's not that it's not good but it's very like, like, I don't know how to describe it, but I admire that when I see people who just literally want to show you the path. Like, this is how you do it, step by step. For real, it's baby steps. You're not going to go from making, um, like, whatever minimum is, like, $14 an hour to all of a sudden, like, $1,000 an hour. You're not going to do that in... A month in two months three months whatever you're not gonna do that but there is baby steps and you're gonna get to where you want to get to but it's gonna take time it's gonna take hard work it's gonna take dedication but you're gonna get there and that's what I find amazing in those types of people like I follow people who are younger than me because For me, like I didn't grow up like that. I grew up thinking that everything is, like you gotta show it off, like, oh, if you have the cheap shoes from like the cheap stores, well, you must be broke. So I was the type that always, okay, I gotta go buy the Nike, I gotta go get the Adidas, I gotta go get the nice shirt that's name brand. Oh, I can't tell people I shop at their stores it was like that kind of environment and now it's just it's cool to have a 5 dollar shoe even if it's not named brand but it's like cool designed whatever it's cool to have a 5 dollar shoe it's cool to have hey it's cool to walk around and say hey you know what i got this outfit at the thrift store it's cool to walk around and say oh yeah i got this on sale it was 5 bucks my shoes, I think it was like 10 Oh, and then I got this sweater for free. Got it as a hand-me-down. Oh, yeah, and then these earrings, I got them on sale. Like, it's cool to talk about that kind of stuff now. For me, before, it was like, oh, no, I spent this like 50 bucks. This one, I spent like 40 Oh, yeah, my shoes, they're like $120. Like, it was cool back then to be like that. But now it's like, look at all these kids, and they're just, they have so much confidence in themselves. And they, they're just, I don't know, like, they're different from when I grew up. And it's just so nice to see, like, they, they don't care. They're just like, that's what I got. That's what I have. And I'm happy with that. I appreciate that. Like I appreciated what I had too, but like my environment really affected how I thought and it impacted me so much to where I ended up not being myself and I know for a fact, I can tell you guys that I was very, I'm a very weak person because I get influenced a lot by outsiders. So that's one thing that I'm trying to work on as well, is not being influenced by outsiders. You can bring me negative things, and yes, I still do. I still get angry. I still get frustrated and all that, but I try to not. Like, I try to not have negative people affecting how I think, affecting my life, because I don't want that for myself, and... I don't want to pass on negative vibes to other people. I want to pass on positivity. I want to motivate people. I want to encourage people. That's not my thing to be negative. And I don't know how people can want to pass on negativity. But I personally don't. And like, it's hard to not be negative about yourself. It's hard not to be negative about others. It's just... You're surrounded by so many things. Like I try to surround myself now by people who are constantly positive, people who are motivating, people who are encouraging, people who inspire me. Like, I'm trying to change my environment so then I can be like those people too. Because, I don't know, there's like a saying. If you have five friends and four are negative or four are broke you're gonna be the fifth something like that and it's true like I realize now that surrounding myself with positive people encouraging people I have more like happiness I'm more like pumped up and ready to go and achieve something compared to when I'm with a negative person I'm like oh my gosh I'll forget it I'll do my listings tomorrow oh, forget it, I'll just spend time on TikTok, oh, forget it, I won't log on to the meeting, like, you just kind of get those kind of vibes, and I hate that, like, I hate when that happens to me, and I'll walk into another room, or I'll walk away, and I'm just like, okay, go back to Megan, go back to Megan mode, okay, and then, yeah, but I try not to do it, but I'm human. I make mistakes and sometimes I go down that road. Okay. But anyways, I just spent like 20 minutes almost on that. I haven't even gone through any other topics. So, um basically, so so um basically what we do is we help people plan for the future. We help people try to get ahead in life. So, typically, what do we plan for? Think about it right now. What do we plan for? What types of things do we plan? Okay, so I'm going to pretend you guys answer. Um, so, we plan for things like a party. We plan for our wedding. We plan for date nights. We plan for birthday parties. We plan what we're going to have for dinner tomorrow. Um, we plan, um, we plan what we're going to wear tomorrow. We plan, I don't know, we plan if our day, we plan our day. Like, I'm going to go get a car wash, I'm going to go eat lunch, I'm going to go to a meeting, those kind of things. Those are all things that we plan, but we never plan out a game plan for our finances or majority of people don't majority of people don't create a budget majority of people don't look at how much they've spent in the previous month and be like whoa that's a lot of money so let me game plan what I'm gonna spend this month and what my budget's gonna be for each category or they don't plan out hmm, these are all my bills. What can I eliminate? Because this is actually a lot of money I'm spending on bills. What can I take out? Or they don't have a financial coach to help them out with that. So nobody really has that education and nobody really understands, hmm, maybe I should do this. Hmm, maybe I should do that. Like they don't really understand that. You get me? So... We help people to understand that and to get to achieve the goals that they want, Um, whether it be an investment, budgeting, savings, paying down debt, whatever it is, whatever your goal is, whatever you need to achieve, we help you to get to that goal. Um, So... Some of the basic accounts that we need to have are emergency funds, short-term savings accounts for college, for your kids, buying a new home, buying a new car, those kinds of savings, and long-term savings or investments. So those are all three separate things that we need to save for. So. Growing up, it was just you get a checking account, you get a savings account. Cool, alright, checking, you know, that's what you use for typically bills, fast food, groceries, um, going out with friends, um, needs, wants. Like, those, that's just money that you spend. Then savings is typically money that you're saving, obviously but you're just saving it there for what? And then let's say you have like $10,000. So you're like I want to save for a home. I want to save for my car. I want to save for I want to save for emergencies. Like you have that all in that $10,000, but it's like okay. But let's say you're saving for all three of those things. How much can you spend on your car? Okay. Let's say you have $10,000 in there and you're like, wow, I have $10,000. All right, cool. So, hmm, let me go to the car dealership. Let me look what I can get. Hmm, okay. You guys can give me a good rate on this car with this interest. Mm hmm, okay. Oh really? I need a down payment of five thousand? Hmm, well okay, I have enough. So then you get the car, you put a down payment of five thousand, and then okay, you're left with five thousand dollars in your savings account. And you're like, Alright, cool, I got my car, whatever. And then you're like you're like driving, whatever, whatever's and then you get home and, I don't know, let's say your water your water heater, no, because that would be rent, um, the rental, like the landlord. Um, let's say you get home and your TV is broken, for example, your TV is broken. And you're like, you know what, this is an emergency because I get the news on the TV or It's an emergency because, you know what, I use this for my relaxation time. And you need to get a new new TV. So you're like, all right, i got $5,000 in there. I can save, I can use that. It's an emergency, I need it. Okay, so you go to, I don't know, Best Buy. You look at the TVs, you're like, hmm. you know what, I have $5,000. So I'm going to buy this $2,000 TV right here. This is really good right here, $2,000. I have the money, alright, let's go pay it in cash. You buy that $2,000 TV. Keep in mind, keep in mind, you still got to pay off your car. The car is not just $5,000. You got to pay a monthly, um, a monthly, like, bill. And you got to pay that off. So, your car is not paid off. You still got to pay it. And you just spent $7,000. Okay. And then you're like, okay. And then, oh, and um, two months down the line, emer- another emergency comes up. And your landlord decides, hey, I'm going to sell this apartment. So sure. I need everyone to move out. And you're like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm living check to check i have another bill now that i have to pay and it's really expensive and my car is a newer car so my insurance went up a little bit what am i gonna do i have the same job i didn't get a raise i used practically all of my savings i have three thousand dollars left what am i gonna do and my landlord is selling the place so I'm going to have to move out. I have $3,000. What am I going to do? Um, well, let me see. Uh, I can try to go buy a home. So you go to the bank. You try to buy a home. Uh, I haven't really tried to buy a home yet, but I'm pretty sure you can't buy a home with $3,000 down payment. I could be wrong. I haven't like shopped around for a house yet, but I'm pretty sure you can't. So then you're like, all right, fine. I got to go back to renting because I can't afford this. So you're going to go to rent. And when you're going to go rent, um, you're looking. You're looking for a place. You're looking, you're looking. And I don't know. What happens if you only have like a month to look? You're going to have to look at a little bit of expensive places. So you're going to go look, whatever. Okay, cool. I found a place. I don't know. Let's say it's 1200 per month. 1200 per month. But they want a first month um, they want a last month deposit for your account for your apartment that you're going to rent. Basically, you're down payment. So, you're going to have to put a, put down 1200 on top of first month's rent. Keep in mind you have $3000 in your savings. So, that's last month and then your first month's rent, $2,400. You're going to spend 2,400. How much do you have left? You have $600 in your savings account now. So, this happens a lot. And especially with the pandemic, does this, this happened? like a lot this happens during tax season as well so during the pandemic people had their stimulus the people who didn't need it to pay off bills um they just kind of kept it in savings and they saved it saved it saved it it accumulated to a big amount of money and they were like cool i have this money um i'm on unemployment right now but hey I'm getting money. I can do this. They got their car. I know personally people who did this. They got their car. They got their nice TVs. They got their uh, remote control vacuum cleaners. They got their um, new dining room tables. New laptops. All that kind of stuff. Unnecessary to buy. They got it all. They spent majority of the stimulus majority of, the, of what they had and they didn't have money left. And they were just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Emergency comes rolling around and they're stuck. They had all this money saved, but because they didn't know where to put it, they didn't have a plan of how to spend it. They didn't have a plan of what that savings is for. They just thought, cool, I have a lot of money saved up, I'm um, I'm good. And they were just spend, spend, spend. Then unemployment was done. No more unemployment. No more no more money coming in month no more money coming in monthly pretty much. Then some people they didn't get their jobs back. And they were like, well, I have all these new expenses now. What am I gonna do? And guess what? They try to look for a job, and they don't get one right away. Or, they had a high-paying job and couldn't get one of those jobs anymore, so they had to go down to a lower-paying job. They took a pay cut. And yeah, they took a pay cut during the the unemployment period as well, but who knows? Maybe Maybe it wasn't that deep of a pay cut, or maybe... It was okay because the stimulus kind of evened it out who knows but now they're taking a more deeper pay cut because maybe they're only getting minimum wage and part-time hours so a lot of families dealt with this and a lot of families dealt with this even before the pandemic a lot of families are dealing with this now where They have a savings account and they have a lot of money in savings. But because they don't know where to put the money, like how much goes to what thing, they don't, like, it's easier to just spend it because you always think you have the money. But in reality, you don't have it. And you need to really put This much goes for this. This much goes for that. This much is for this. So then you know, hey, if I want to buy a car, instead of, oh, well, I have $10,000 to buy a car. Oh, right, cool. I can buy it for $5,000. No. Hey, you know what? This amount is only for my car. And if you only have $3,000 for your car, that's how much you have for your car. You cannot overspend more money on that car. Now, let's say you're doing payment. Okay, fine. Let's say that you're, okay, I can, I can maintain payment with my paychecks, but as the down payment, I have this much. Okay, fine. But you need to make these financial decisions and you need to make these financial game plans in order to, like, succeed. Because you're, in your mind, you always think you have money until one day you don't have it and even for me it was a struggle for me too like i was like what do i do i have no idea what i'm doing and all that kind of stuff so you want to make sure that you're actually creating game plans and that's what i try to do right now like everything that i do is game plan groceries there's a game plan i have a budget that i'm going to spend on my groceries So I plan everything out, what I'm going to buy. And at the store, I mentally calculate how much I'm kind of spending. So I know, do I have a little bit of extra wiggle room to get something like extra this week or whatever, but still still maintain my budget? So that's what you need to do. You need to make sure that you're um, putting like a designated path. For pretty much every dollar that you put into your savings and into your checking, you need to put a designated path. Like, this dollar is going to go to gas. This other dollar is going to go to gas. This other dollar is going to go to grocery. Like, not literally dollar by dollar, but you get what I mean. Like, this chunk of money is going to go to this. This chunk of money is this. So you know exactly where your money is going, and that way it's easier for you to be like, okay, I can, I can work this out. I can do this. So, that's another thing. But, um, yeah, basically, banks don't teach this to us. When you go to the bank, they're not going to go and tell you, oh, hey, so do you want some financial advice? No, the bank is going to go tell you, would you like to apply for a loan? If you tell the bank you need help because you don't have enough money, The bank is not going to help you. The bank is not going to tell you, oh, let me tell you about some financial education. Let's sit down right here. Oh, no, they're not going to do that to you. They're going to tell you, all right, so let me give you a loan. We have this offer. This interest rate is really, really low right now. Or they're going to give you a credit card. Did you know if you get this credit card, it's going to be 0% for the first year, and then you're going to get bonus points on da-da-da-da-da. That's what the bank tells you. The bank is not going to tell you that you're going to get like, oh, you need to make sure that you're saving and you're going to put this for this and this for this and this for this. You're going to invest in this. They're not going to tell you that. They're not going to tell you because they don't want you to know that. They're not going to financially help you. So that's why you need someone to coach you through it. You need someone to help you basically learn these things you need someone to guide you and so that's what we do that's what we do and if you guys need the help don't even hesitate to contact me um contact me through Instagram and we can set up a Zoom appointment which is like I said one of the greatest things that has came out of this pandemic is a lot of people are using Zoom right now so the help that we can like offer to people is like we have more people to help right now because the connection the ability to connect with people miles and miles away is just right there like literally on our desk one little device can help somebody who's maybe all the way across the other side of the US and I can still help them. So that's one, um, that's one great thing about our business is that we can help people that are miles and miles away and still give them the opportunity that they need to better their lives and all of that. So what we help people do is we help them Protect their income. So basically, create a budget, not spending too much. Um, we help people create emergency funds. We help people pay off debt. Don't even worry how much debt you have. Like, I had, when I first got into this industry, I had family coming and telling me, hey, you know what, I would really love to do this, but I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you how much debt I have. And I was just like, you know what? I really don't care. Like, my goal is to help you to avoid, my goal is to help you to avoid debt and stay out of debt. If it's good debt and you really know how to manage it, and you really are prepared to invest a certain amount of debt, and you're really ready to get that knowledge so you can make money off of that debt, then alright, cool. But most of the time people are coming in with credit card debt, loan debt, um, just debts that they spent on random things that they don't even need. And I'm just like, you know what, I really don't care how much debt you have, like if you want to change and you really and you're ready to change, you're ready to take the steps necessary, come to me. Like I'm gonna help you. I'm not going to judge you like, oh my gosh, you have this amount. No, because everyone makes mistakes. Everyone everyone does things that they regret later in life. And to be honest, I accumulated debt as well. And I was like, I'm going to do this with it, and I'm going to do that, and it's going to be a good investment. But I didn't have the knowledge to actually do the right thing with the money and now I'm just like damn if I learned this sooner I would have done these things but because I didn't learn it I accumulated debt and I regret it now I look back and I'm like man why did I do this to myself but the good thing is I learned now before I accumulated a bunch of debt so I can't, it's, it's easier to pay off, pretty much, and I can do that, so that's what I'm going to do, and then I want to help others do the same. Um, another thing we do is help people with retirement, um, with inflation going up, and some people are not even having the correct retirement plans, they're not prepared, so we help them get educated and prepare for retirement so they can have um, the amount of money that they need to retire. Um, college savings, a lot of parents, they don't have money saved for their kids once they turn 18 and gonna go to college. Um, me, for example, my mom had no money at all and I applied for all these big schools. I got in and my mom was just like, Megan, I don't have the money. And I was just like, okay, like, I wasn't mad, I already knew she didn't have the money, so I was prepared to get financial aid, get a loan, work, do all that kind of stuff. I was like, all right, whatever. But then I actually saw the cost of these big schools and I saw the cost of community college. And I was like, you know what? I need to go to community college. It's gonna be cheaper for me and it's okay. So I went to a community college, and I got a good education. I'm not going to lie. The education was good. I met really nice people there. I'm still in contact with a a couple of them, and I had a good college experience. But the question shouldn't be, like, how are you going to pay for college? That should be something that the parents are able to help with, Um, I'm not saying that parents have to pay 100% of their college, but at least be able to give a little bit of assistance. And if they don't go to college, well, then you're assisting them to purchase their first car or you're assisting them to get their first apartment. So, and um, start their independent journey. Because for me, I didn't really start my independent journey until, when did I move out? I moved out at 20 from my mom's house, but then I went to my husband's parents' house and we lived there for a little bit, but um, I would say that I wasn't really prepared and I didn't really think of myself as independent until recently. A year ago so when I turned 22 is when I officially feel like I moved out and I became independent because I was with nobody's parent and usually when you're not with a parent you you got to do things on your own so you have more like responsibilities and therefore you become more independent and so and so that's why like I feel like even if your kid doesn't want to go to college which is perfectly fine um at least you can help out with hey you know what here is um, some money for your first apartment or here's some money for your first car so you can um like have transportation to and from your job or to school or whatever you're going to do with it but at least they have the independence to hey i have this chunk of money what am i going to do with it and you because you were financially educated and you decided to change your life, you can now pass it down onto your new new adult. Like, you're going to change, if you change right now, you're going to change your children's life. You're going to impact their lives in ways that you don't even know. Like, for me, the struggle that I had after turning 18, and me not, Having to pass that down onto my two boys is going to be amazing. Like, no, I'm not going to spoon feed them into the world and guide them through everything because I do need them to be independent. I do need them to learn and grow and take care of themselves. But I want them to go into the world with at least some knowledge, especially with financial education because. Your finances is where the majority of people struggle. Like, anyone can struggle through other things, but your financial situation is where probably 90% of the people struggle. So just think about that. You can change your children's lives and not let them go into the same path that you went into just because you... You decided today is going to be the day that I reach out to Megan and I change my life or not even me. let's say you want to do it about your health. Today is going to be the day that I change my life and reach out to a fitness coach and change my life or a nutritional coach and then I'm going to pass this down on to my kids. Whatever it is, today's is the day tomorrow's the day but you have to choose when is going to be your day to? impact your children's lives and change um yeah and then we just help you to go for your goals and your dreams and pretty much just like what you want to do next like what are your goals what are your dreams what do you want to achieve and we help you with that too so there's a lot of ways that we can help you there's a lot of things that we do but we have to change. If, if you like the path that you're going in right now, then by all means, don't. Don't change anything then. But if you don't like it, then you have a choice. You can change and try to improve yourself and be the person that you want to be. Be the role model that you want your kids to see, your niece and nephew to see, your grandchildren to see. Or... You cannot change and pass on the same things that, like, basically that you never learned. So it's up to you whether you want to change. But for me, I decided, you know what, I really want to change. I see myself and I'm doing okay, but I'm not where I want to be. So I decided that today's going to be the day that I change and it's going to be great. So it's up to you. You guys can decide. But if you like the path that you're going on, by all means, don't change. I'm happy for you for finding that path and already knowing what you want to do with your life. And I am grateful that you found that. But if you're not in the path that you want to be at, then go ahead and make that decision to change. Because your decision to change right now. It's going to be the best decision of your life. Because in 20 or 30 years. You will not have that regret. Like man I didn't change. Because I mean sorry to say. But every year we get older. We don't get younger. So we're not going to get our. We're not going to be able to come back to being 18. We're not going to be able to come back to being 20. Because every year you get older. We never will get younger. So. It's your choice, and right now you have the opportunity, especially with something that's online. You guys have the opportunity, whether it's health, finances, nutrition, um, whatever it is. Like if you want to go, I don't know, you wanted to be an athlete, you can go take a class. You can go do all that kind of stuff. But it's your choice. What do you want to achieve, and what do you want to do? Who do you want to become? Today's the day to decide what you want to be, who you want to be, and how your future path will look. And with that, I'm going to leave you guys there because this is a super long podcast. Anyways, um, so I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye!